memory all alone in the moonlight. I can smile at the old days. I was beautiful then. <laughs> I, I remember the time I knew what happiness was. <laughs> Let the memory live again. Welcome to Game Pinions episode 28. I'm your host, Calman, and today I'm joined by TJ. Hello. You have bubblegum today. No. Nope. Correct? Oh, okay. Nope. None. Right. Well, Dan. You could say I'm all out of bubblegum. <laughs> and uh, we thought that John wasn't a good fit for the show, so we killed him. Instead, we will be interviewing Rip. a low range frequency of pink noise. How's it going, John? Boy. Welcome back, John. Yeah, we're not going to sing you a song this time <laughs> yet, but you are indeed back. I am back. So, so you are back. Welcome. I am back. I'm not a low frequency uh, range of noise. Yeah, they were unfortunately busy today, so we're going to try for them next week. Um, so headphone users get prepared. Um, so uh, it's been a, a busy last couple weeks. We have finally reconvened in our usual spot, and uh, I guess the the first order of business here is uh, what have we been playing? So I think I'm going to start it off with John today, because I know John has been playing a certain sports game that I literally bought for him. Uh, um, so okay. shoot, John. Yeah, well, you bought me Madden, I believe it's 20 now. Cause yep, Madden I don't 20. Really keep up with that. Uh, yeah, we, it. <laughs> we we played it last night, and I did really bad. And, he was awful. But I blame Calvin anyways. He's supposed to lead me to victory. Yeah, we uh, we played uh, Mutt Squad, which is uh, basically like Diamond Dynasty, where you kind of have your own team. Only it's not nearly as fun because you can't have like custom logos and stuff. And basically, you can actually play on the same team. You can play as like a double, so you'll use like whoever selects the offense, you'll use their offensive portion of their team. Whoever selects to play the defense will use their uh, their part of their defense. Um, and then special teams, I think it's just like a mix between all of them. Hmm. And I was the quarterback, John was defense, and John had a completely brand new team, and this is also Baby's first Madden. So, um, <laughs> so uh, it wasn't it, – we, we, I think we lost, what, 75 to like zero or something? Oh my god! Oh, we had two. Oh, points. We had two touchdowns. We had, uh, yeah, we had two touchdowns. Not touchdowns. Uh, uh, oh my god! Um, <laughs> two points. Well, no, John. No, John. You had two. You had two points when I played against you. Did we you. have a touchdown? I don't remember. It was a little score. Yeah, because we hit Tyree Kill for a touchdown. Oh yeah, that's right. It was that game. Actually, no. Both touchdowns were Tyree Kill. Um. So yeah, we uh we did that and we got slaughtered, um absolutely killed. Wow. Uh, I played against John. I demolished him, but once again, baby's first Madden. So well, I don't really consider that the game I've been playing recently. We only played for like what an hour or two. Pro yeah, probably around there. You yeah. gonna play some more of that, John? Probably. So we'll 
I'll probably get back to you on that once I know what I'm doing and talk about that probably more next episode. I'm on yeah, we'll have to bring Dakota in because we're me, Dakota, and John are gonna start a connected franchise. Yeah. So yeah. we'll all have our own well, teams. Well, I'm more of an MLB guy, so yeah. You could always be both. I believe the phrase is "por qué no los dos." <laughs> Do I have that right? Well. <laughs> <laughs> Let me pull out the thesaurus. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, the uh, uh, Spanish to English dictionary, I believe, is what counts. Oh, that's right. Yeah. There. I thought that's right. what the thesaurus, uh, whatever. Um, okay. Um, so what else have you been playing, John? Um, I actually started playing uh, Modern Warfare Remastered uh, since that was a free game on PS Plus, what, like a couple of months? Three ago? years ago. <laughs> No, I don't know. That was a couple months ago, I think. A couple months ago. Um, I have not played that game in... How long has it been? Since Decade. Reflex, right? Yeah, I, oh, yeah, I forgot. We also played uh, Reflex, the Wii version. Uh, I mean, I, fir- I played it first when it first came out with a friend, but that's about it, and then played the Wii version. Yeah, it's um, actually really strange because World at War, which came out after Modern Warfare 4, on the Wii actually came out before Modern Warfare Reflex came out on it. It's really bizarre. Um, it re- released alongside of uh, Modern Warfare 2, if you yeah, uh, remember that. Yeah, that's right. So that was, that's actually, that was 2009, so yeah, it's been about 10 years since I actually played Jeez. this game. Um yeah, it's slightly different. It's uh, more in the cosmetic kind of things. Um, a lot of skins for guns. You know, the whole new things that company are, uh, companies are doing with the whole just just buy skins and stuff and make it like completely customizable. Make your mm-hmm. characters look different. Yeah, I think the original you couldn't do really anything like that, right? I think the original had like a really limited selection yeah, of skins if i remember correctly yeah customization wasn't as much um Mm-mm. kind of bare bones more into like the whole perk system and whatnot um, yeah that's all there still nothing's changed really graphics changed uh yeah. maps they have some new like lighting on some maps um, okay they have one map i forgot what it's called there's a crash helicopter in the middle so for anyone out there who knows it oh yeah i remember that map uh, yeah, I remember that. There's a Christmas version now, for and for whatever reason, they have it just like on the normal playlist, and I get it a lot, <laughs> okay. where um, when you kill the other player, they explode into presents, and airstrikes are actually Santa Claus <laughs> saying ho, 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 and raining down bombs from the sky. <laughs> ho, 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 ho. Yeah, it's Rocking really interesting. I had right didn't really expect it um there's that's they cool they added that. some um um kind of fun limited modes i don't know if it's limited because i keep seeing it there but there's an rpg only mode which is pretty oh, ridiculous wow. yeah so everyone's just firing rpgs at each other bodies are flying like crazy what is that the conduit yeah duck oh god no conduits <laughs> another story <laughs> another story for another time um so so you've been so you've i guess been enjoying the game then i'm quite a bit yeah correct it's it's call of duty i mean it's it's fun for if you just want to hop on shoot some people i don't take it too seriously 
yeah, I, I really missed that game, actually. That was a lot of fun back in the day. Of course, you know, we played the... At least I played only the Wii version, so... There's that. Great motion controls, though. Mm -hmm. um, you been playing anything else? Super Mega Baseball? Uh, yeah, just some more of that. Not much to talk about. Okay. All right. TJ, how about you? Uh... Uh, within the past week, I went ahead in my spare time to uh, platinum Dark Souls three. After a few hundred hours, yeah, I've just really been co-oping without completing New Game Plus one for a long, long time. Oh, okay. So I did start New Game Plus two maybe three weeks ago, and uh, yeah, a few days ago, platinumed it. Any reason in particular you waited to to do it? Uh, I mean, it's such a popular game to co-op. Um, and plus, I was playing Dark Souls on the PS4 and Sekiro. I play, you know, beat P uh, Dark Souls PS4, uh, DSR PS4, uh, Sekiro, uh, probably the Switch version after I had gotten to the end of New Game Plus 1 in uh, Dark Souls 3. So a whole bunch of other things of, concerning uh, from software games in between the end of New Game 1 and the uh, end of uh, New Game Plus 2. Okay. Yeah, so that's fun. Uh, just trying to platinum all of them. Uh, everything except Demon Souls. Uh, that's basically what I've been doing. I haven't even touched Rocket League in the past couple weeks. Yeah, we haven't really played a ton recently. We're, it's all the way toward the end of the season anyway. There's not really... Well, I haven't really turned it on. Maybe there's some more to do. I wonder if they have the old items to, to collect now that the last round of the event is done. I'm not sure. I haven't taken a look at it. It's almost over. Uh, yeah. I don't think you can get the keys or not the keys, the, just the things. I know what you're currency. talking about. They may just be in the uh, grace period yeah. where anything you built up can be spent, but you can't earn any more. Yeah, that's all it is now. Oh. Okay. So there's no more cassettes? No, you yeah, they won't get you. Right. They won't give you new ones. I think the season maybe is supposed to end by the 27th of August. Wow. It's coming up. So, Do yeah. those seasons have a, a certain length now? Cause I, it I know seems they, like three months. Three months? Okay. I know they did I'm some I'm not 100% sure, but... That sounds right to me. Yeah. I think uh, I think this is... We're in season 11 right now, I think. Uh, I feel like season 11 and 10 were pretty short, but season 9 went on a long time. I don't have that information in front of me, but just felt like season 9 went on forever, and then season 10 was like over in a couple weeks. What the hell's going on here? I don't know. Maybe I just wasn't paying attention to it. I don't know. Hmm. But yeah, that's all I've been doing. Uh, I have been playing a little bit of Madden. Me and John have been playing some MLB recently. Um, at least I thought that was recently, right? A couple nights ago? Yeah, we didn't play too much. Um, besides that, I guess uh, this past weekend I played a little bit of Splinter Cell Blacklist on the Xbox 360. And I played some Halo 3. Finished off uh, Halo 2. Um, which I've already played through those games actually before. Um, just kind of revisiting. Me and Kimberly were playing uh, through that. What platform uh, were you playing those on? Uh, well, it was on the Xbox One, but it was... Well, actually, no. I guess that would be on the Xbox One, the uh, Master Chief Collection. Um, so we were playing that. And then Blacklist was just a 360 game that we were playing on the Xbox One. Because backwards compatibility. Nice. Yeah, so that was pretty fun. Uh, Splinter Cell Blacklist is, um, I don't know, I always kind of get freaked out when I'm playing like those stealth games. Um, 
I just like kind of freak out and then always get killed, and yeah, it's really not my style. Panic, jump through the window accidentally. It's like, oh god. Yeah, you turn the lights on, on and off like three times, so it's like you're strobing them out. Yeah, it's not good. Throw rocks at people. Um, yeah, um, but it was it was pretty fun though. The gameplay was a lot of fun. Um, I think if you know I had more time to kind of sit down and play it, I'd probably like really really enjoy it a lot. Um, but I only played it probably for about I don't know like three hours or so, which is still a decent amount of time. But uh, it was weird, though. We we actually tried to play the uh, co-op, and my screen was just all black. I couldn't see anything. And if I turned on my night vision, it would just see like a green outline of my character, but everything around me would still be black. So we couldn't play co-op. Um, not sure if that is like a common glitch or not, but we tried restarting and going back in. So, But I will say, for not being able to see where I was going, I did a really good job. So, yeah, I was pretty proud of myself. But that's pretty much all I've been all I've been up to. Um, we did have some, I guess, news topics to talk about. Um, so I guess we can go ahead and hop into those. Um, this is going to be more of like a, a depressing. Not, I don't know if it's really considered depressing, but it's not really like a happy news, uh, <laughs> a happy news segment. Um, but. The first news story I have here was uh, Walmart removes um, signage for violent video games. This is following, obviously, a really not great thing that occurred. Um, and I don't know, personally for me, I don't really want to get like super deep into it. But um, this was kind of a big deal because IGN actually ended up reporting that along with Walmart removing signage for violent video games, they said that that Walmart was like halting the sales on violent video games, which turned out to be completely false. So it caused a whole bunch of issues. Um, I don't know if you guys like heard anything about this throughout the week. Uh, you know, there's a USA Today article that came out, uh, you know, on the 9th of August, a few days after the shootings in El Paso. Um, you know, I think what the USA Today article uh, talked about was you know a memo I guess that was sent out to the employees at Walmart just a couple of tips like for example you know use your best judgment when determining whether an element is in, is appropriate uh, I don't know if this is like a temporary thing just trying to be sensitive yeah and I can understand this uh, to people going in there don't want to see a whole lot of violent things on the TVs and things like that so it's probably not just video games that oh yeah the, the company was uh, you know trying caution against mm -hmm. at least for the time being. Uh, that's really all I know about. I haven't heard anything since then. Yeah, I haven't really heard any follow-ups. How about you, John? Uh, I've just kind of been staying away from the news. Uh, typically, I just see really bad discussions, and uh, I prefer not to read like a 20-minute article and just something that doesn't really get anywhere. Yeah, I honestly feel the same way. I, I like to kind of keep myself almost in a bubble. Like I'll, I'll kind of like hear things you know, here and there, but for the most part, I try to just kind of you know, <laughs> try to live a happy life and not get sucked into all that stuff. Um, but it's obviously unfortunate, you know, that that is occurring. Um, I mean, <laughs> when I just remember uh, when they were talking about it once, uh, you know, this this whole thing came up and, and IGN put that that article out there. I just know people were freaking out. Um, but I, I guess it was just completely <laughs> it was just it ended up not being true. Um, that they like completely halted the sales. But when you were saying like, uh, you know, for the employees using like their, I guess, best judgment on certain things. Um, now, 
I don't know if it says in there. Do they mean that about like what advertisements to put up, or do they mean like selling certain games to like minors or whatever? I don't know how specific that was. Uh, I think you know. Also, in this article, I have it in front of me. They want the uh, they want all signing throughout the store checked and remove. And uh, I guess I guess this is a memo to their employees. Yeah. Uh, at least the, to the stores themselves, and then the managers can kind of uh, tell their teams what to do during the day. Remove any referencing combat or third-person shooter video games. Okay. So, again, this is all in the USA Today article. Uh, you know, does it actually happen or not? I haven't been in a Walmart since then to verify. Uh, Kelly Tycho being the author. Uh, so it does mention video games, violent video games, and, uh, you know, I guess depictions of them. Yeah. And uh, in the other electronic departments. Okay. Just to remove them. Again, it doesn't say if it's temporary or not. Okay, yeah, I think that, um, I think I did hear that it wasn't, it wasn't necessarily confirmed as something that would be permanent going forward. It's just kind of, I guess, the action they're taking right now. But I haven't actually been in a Walmart either. I, I was going to actually go into a Walmart to buy some fruit this past weekend. Um, but when I got there, there was actually protesters outside. And this is, uh, this was out, you know, in the Charlotte area. Um, and I just decided not to go. I don't know what they were protesting. I just like, you know what? I'll go to Target. <laughs> you know, that may have been something about, uh, you know, however ac- uh, however accurate the first reports that came in were on what Walmart was doing as a response to the El Paso shootings. Uh, you know, I think what people may have heard, you know, that they were going to not sell any more violent video games but continue selling guns. Oh, okay. Um, you know, there's, I don't want to go too much into politics either, but, uh, I can see why they'd be protesting that. Yeah. I mean, come on. There's yeah, that a, is a bit weird. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they've, it, Walmart's like on the wrong, wrong side of things there, uh, pretty much in my opinion. Yeah. Like video games versus guns. I think one has a lot more to do with. Uh, mass shootings, whether you are a gun rights activist or an anti-Second Amendment person or somewhere in between, than video games. Yeah. Yeah, I think so, too. <laughs> well, we got Walmart doing all these things, but it's just the United States has a problem with it, so... Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's it's just a big problem all the way around. Um, I think Dick's, I don't know if all the Dick's stores a couple of years ago stopped selling guns after a mass shooting. I remember that, yeah. yeah I think that was, that was like actually pretty year? recent. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, I mean, that's what people were probably protesting that day. Yeah, which makes sense. They wanted Walmart to be more like Dick's, which, I, again, I can understand completely. Yeah. Uh, especially, you know, it, you know, Cal, I don't, you know, these video games pulling off the shelves, you know, not selling them anymore. I don't think that actually happened. I think that may have been uh, just just flat out wrong. Yeah. Uh, and if it was, I don't think it'll be be permanent. Yeah, because IGN actually did come out like I don't know, probably like thirty minutes later, um, with an update saying that that initial report was inaccurate. Yeah, they retracted it. However, if you go on Twitter, and I don't know if it's still true, it was true probably about an hour ago. If you look at that original article, it still has that title on there yeah. that Walmart has discontinued selling violent video. Well, you know, halted the sale of violent video games. It doesn't display the update on the Twitter post. So, yeah. still kind of like a buzz 
you know, title, getting people to go to the site only to see that it's updated. So, yeah, you know, it's a tactic. I can't really, I guess, shame them for it or whatever, but it's, uh, I don't know. It's, it's not really the best information, um, or at least not given accurately as possible. So it seems to me a lot of the actions Walmart took is to make violent video games less visible. Yeah. But well, again, not just violence in video games, but like on the TVs they have on display there, you know, make sure those movies are not showing things like that. Yeah. You know, vi- violent movies on the TV screens or commercials or things like that. Whatever they can control, I suppose. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, what those protesters were protesting, that's that's the wrong way to spend their efforts. Yeah. Uh, in response to what happened in El Paso. That's, that's what's going on. Yeah. And I agree. What were you going to say, John? Well, just... Even if it's uh, true, not true, even if they decided to do it at all stores, I wouldn't really be concerned about Walmart in general, just considering the superpower that they already are in the country. So, wouldn't really affect yeah. me. <laughs> no, Walmart kind of sucks. I mean, let's be real. <laughs> I don't remember last time I've been at one of those. I mean, it'd probably work out pretty good if you're in an emergency where you need a tire, right, or yeah. battery or whatever. Just not socks, because you'll go there, and those bags will be torn open, and there won't be any socks left. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We've been, I mean, we've, we've been to not great Walmarts um, that I remember vividly. I Like, you know, you'll miss missing socks. Uh, you'll go, and there'll be, like, little, like, uh, loot boxes there, which is, like, uh, you know, like a, they have, like, a PlayStation theme one. That's what I got my, my cup in here. And you'll go there, and it'll just be like the wrapping left over. People opened it up and just took the stuff out of it and left. <laughs> just stuff like that. Yeah. Um, the prices are good, though. It's just the shopping experience there, it sucks. Not a good shopping experience. I'd prefer to pay more and go to Target. Honestly. I don't think anyone goes for the experience. No. Well, some people do. They go for those sweet deals. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think the experience also has to tie in with the price you're paying, too. So. Yeah, I think so. For sure. Um, but yeah, so that's our first uh, <laughs> our first kind of depressing. No, I don't know if it's really depressing. It's weird. obviously not. Yeah, kind of weird. Not in the greatest of lights. Um, but this uh, next story is not really any better, honestly. Uh, and that is that Borderlands 3 is kind of surrounded by bad press right now. And it's not really having anything to do with the game. Because the game looks great, apparently. People that have played it love it. I'm really excited for Borderlands 3. Um, but it's about their, uh, I think it's their CEO, uh, Randy Pitchfork. Um, apparently he's done some not great things or Wait, he's accused of doing right not there. great things. His yes. name is Randy Pitchfork? Uh, Pitchford. Oh, oh I think you said Pitchfork. People I think have I did. their pitchforks <laughs> out because of Randy Pitchford. It's like, oh, okay. that's what, it's like bad press and Pitchfork and it's like, uh, it's yeah, kind of so it, there's, there's a close connection there. Yeah. Yeah, that is. So, yeah, so Pitch Ford. Um, and there's just, like, it, it kind of is, like, a long, like, history of him, like, not doing the best thing. Like, apparently, like, he pocketed, like, I think it was, like, $12 million of, like, uh, Gearbox's funds or something. And he apparently left behind a USB drive that had important, like, company documents and uh, borderline uh, legal uh, pornography um there's i mean it's just weird it, it kind of gets weirder and weirder the more you look into it um which is really a shame because you know i don't know how much this is really going to impact the uh the sales of this game 
but it was trending on Twitter, hashtag boycott Borderlands 3, which honestly, it's, uh, it's really not it's an awful comparison, but it's kind of like Chick-fil-A. Like, I always advise people against um, you know, not getting Chick-fil-A just because the owner might not stand for great things um, because you're really hurting the employees. Like, these people that you know are high up in companies, like, they have a ton of money. You know, if you stop supporting them, it's kind of whatever. They'll be fine. But these employees are going to have to find a new job at the end of the day if, you know, the company goes out of business. Um, that's obviously extreme. But, um, you know, people that work on these games, uh, they spend hours upon hours. They work, I don't know, 80-hour work weeks or something, some kind of crazy amount of time spent into these games for, you know, months on end. Borderlands 3 has probably been in, you know, production for a long time now. Um, so, or development for a long time. Like, I, I don't advise people to not get Borderlands 3 because of something that their CEO has done or is accused of doing. I think it's just not the right way to go about it. You know, at the end of the day, you're kind of supporting the developers that are working on this game, um, you know, and everyone that's involved in that. So, uh, what do you guys think about that? Um, well... Yeah, we need to think about the employees. I imagine with these highly skilled workers, especially the people who work at Gearbox or 2K, whatever have you, uh, I'm, I'm hoping that uh, I don't mind the whole... I mean, what he did was, I guess, get copyright strikes on uh, Supmato's channel because Supmato, uh, the YouTube uh, Borderlands content creator, put... Um, I guess used the, uh, I guess publicly available Steam codes to access some content and then leak some of that content. Oh, and and I guess Randy Pitchford didn't like that and did something. I guess had YouTube put copyright strikes on his channel. That's not good. So um, I don't like that. I don't like having content creators. Uh, especially when it comes to retribution, someone trying to take revenge on you for a simple, for essentially something that uh, Randy or Gearbox allowed happen. They, you know, I think they gave uh, Submato all the tools he needed to to leak this content, which was more or less publicly available. Hopefully, I'm I'm right on that. Um, so, yeah, I don't like having these people who set themselves up to have their content leaked. Uh, get revenge on the leaker with all this uh, info being presented. Um, yeah. Maybe there's some gray area there. So I would, I don't really mind the Borderlands 3 boycott uh, as long as they link it to this weird-ass guy who happens to be the, you know, the head honcho over there. Yeah. My, my hope is that, you know, whatever shareholders they have, whatever shareholders uh, that 2K has, you know, realize people are boycotting this because of uh, what Randy Pitchford is doing and what has done in the past. And instead of, you know, having the company tank, they have someone in charge instead of Randy who can actually uh, be forthright and honest and not take retribution against, uh, you know, YouTube people who are, is more or less free advertising, you know, is, is freely advertising. Yeah. Uh, this game and what what it has to offer, um, and instead of having the employees go down with the ship. 
Yeah, I can see that. I mean, why why punish somebody for accessing something that was in, I guess the, I guess the trial or demo of the game, like. I'm getting this information from a screen this screen rant website. Okay. You know, who know when it comes to video games and articles like that, who knows what the validity of of the articles out there. I don't know. It doesn't really get like any made major news organizations looking at it. And I'm not saying people who run these small websites aren't accurate. Yeah. Uh, as far as I know, some of these smaller websites may even be more accurate than the than the large media corporations, but um, you know, my knowledge may not be 100% true either, or some updates that I haven't caught may have popped up too, but that, that's what I, that's how I understand. That's what I understand is going on right now. Okay. How about you, John? Uh, is, uh, Gearbox independent or? They're under the 2K umbrella. Oh, they're under 2K. Okay. I think yeah, so. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's how it works. this is typically where the stakeholders step in and, you know, they all talk about what's going to be best for the company. Um, who knows? He might get outed. So, God, it's gonna be like Papa John sues Papa John's all over again. Oh yeah, it's gonna be just like that. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, that's that's I guess an intriguing storyline to uh to pay attention to as uh, Borderlands Three I think went uh platinum I think last week, um or gold. I think it was platinum. I I don't I forget these these terminologies. Gone gold. But was it gold? Uh, typically, gone gold is the expression. Okay. Yeah, I want you know I want Borderlands to be a great experience and a fun game, but I don't want assholes to get rewarded. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, absolutely. So this is uh you know I'm sure there's a lot of you know we've talked about a few podcasts ago about the whole Pokemon controversy with what they're doing with these Sword and Shield games. Yeah. There's a lot of employees that work at Game Freak. Who probably don't disagree, who probably don't agree with the director, or CEO, or mm-hmm. the head people over at Game Freak who are going to suffer because a lot of people aren't going to buy this game. Yeah, we want to punish Nintendo. That's really harsh language. We want to show Nintendo that they could a Game Freak that they could provide a better game, um, and we want to show. I think it's a good idea to show Borderlands that, you know, uh, Gearbox and 2K that this isn't acceptable behavior from their head guy. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I know for me personally, I'm I'm still probably gonna buy it like day one. I'd like to see some changes. Uh, I'm I'm gonna kind of follow this. Um, like I say I don't want people people's content being taken down because you know for right now it doesn't seem like he did anything illegal or anything like that. You know yeah. the, the content creator sub motto. Yeah, it is. That's it's a really messed up. Uh, thing to do uh, I mean it's if you give people access to stuff they're gonna explore as far as they're gonna be able to explore I mean that's right. that's part of why they're doing what they're doing because they're you know passionate about the game so yeah I, I don't know that's it, it's I'm not honestly really sure what to think about that yeah again maybe more information will come out and we'll uh, make our decision based on uh, maybe you know there's always a compromise right instead of buying it at launch uh, and I'm not going to tell anyone how to when to buy it but uh, maybe not. I probably won't buy it at launch. Maybe I'll buy it for Christmas time or whatever. Or if some more information comes out that's really damning against this guy, then I may not buy it for another year or so. Yeah. Maybe when it comes out for free in a couple of years. I don't know. I'm, no, I'm not in any rush to get it. When it's on PS Plus on PS5, as yes. the free download like yes. 30 years from now. <laughs> that's right. Um. All right. So this one's probably the happiest news story. Um. And this is that there is a rumored 
SNES controller possibly in the works for Switch. This is according to an FCC filing for a wireless SNES controller for the Nintendo Switch. Um, this kind of comes almost a year after I believe they revealed the NES uh, controllers for the Switch, um, which is of course for the Nintendo Switch Online or NES Online um, app, or I guess it would be considered an app, uh, where you have all the different NES games that are updated monthly um, on the Switch's uh, NES <laughs> Online app. Um, so this this kind of doesn't really come as a you know huge surprise. Obviously, they kind of still need to add some more NES games. There's a couple big ones that aren't on there. Um, but the thought of them putting SNES now and and slowly updating that library uh, is pretty exciting, I think, because there's a lot of great any or SNES games um, that they can obviously put on there. I'm personally hoping for Earthbound because I obviously love Earthbound. And I would love to have that on every system that I own, if at all possible. Um, so what do you guys think about that? Uh, good good move if Nintendo ends up putting uh, SNES games on that little app? Uh, I mean, I don't really play a lot of these virtual console tech games a lot. Um, there's a few that I'll play, maybe not much. But, uh, I mean... I wouldn't care either way, so. <laughs> no. I think I agree with John. I mean, I haven't played a virtual console game in a long time. I know you, you've got some really, uh, you've got some games, Cal, you really like on the Super Nintendo. Yeah. Uh, me, not so much. Um, I mean, I think even, uh, you know, I think Castlevania Four is on Nintendo, Super Nintendo, SNES. Yeah, but you can get that if I'm not mistaken, even on like PSN right now. I think you can actually get that on Switch right now. I think there's a Castlevania collection um, currently on Switch. Yeah, uh, there's something like that on PSN. Okay, but the point That's is, I mean, all the all like the great games. I mean, obviously you want to link to the past and, and things like that. But mm -hmm. uh, I don't know. It's, it doesn't impress me. See, I think that my thought process is that if as long as they keep you know the online pricing the same, this just adds value to an online um you know pricing uh format here that you know is already pretty reasonably priced what is it like thirty dollars a year or something like that um and then you get not only do you get you know a continuous update of nes games then you also get snes uh games on there now too um i think it's just it's kind of adding more and more value i mean what's after you know snes are you going to go like game boy advance are you going to go uh, Nintendo DS? I mean, it's just, there's certain, I guess, uh, there's certain things I'm really excited about and curious to see what they do because part of the thing that I really wanted them to do with the Wii U, and I think they really missed the mark on it, um, once it started to kind of struggle, and you could clearly see that the third-party support was not going to come, um, and it was just kind of in, in dire need of something, I always thought that it would be smart to make the ultimate Nintendo platform where you could play any Nintendo game on it. And I that'd, mean, that'd be cool. Cause that's, that's, that's Nintendo's bread and butter. It's, it's their, you know, IP that they've accumulated and that they've, you know, put out there over the years. Um, so in this case, the switch is getting a decent amount of third party support. It obviously could be better. Um, but now you make it the ultimate Nintendo platform. I think that really adds, um, appeal to that online service. And, really just means that you know 
the best is yet to come. So I'm actually really excited about that. And I think the SNES controller is freaking awesome too. Um, so that's something I would definitely invest in. I think that if, if they ended up doing that, so that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. I think when you describe it like that, I think it's a good move. Uh, and I like, I want them to keep building on that. I mean, I think even the Wii U had some DS games that you could play. I mm-hmm. remember having, uh, seeing mystery dungeon on there. Yep. Uh, Spirit tracks was on there, I think. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I like that idea. Uh, for me, I think there's so many, uh, so much uh, out there, so many choices to play. I never, you know, if I had that at my fingertips, I wouldn't be able to. I would never like access it. Yeah. Uh, like I mean, this is going to be free along with your already online subscription for, uh, or is every game going to cost something? No, it's all free. Like you can go in there and play whatever as long as you have that subscription active. I think that online the, subscription. Yeah, within um, the last I think ninety days, correct. So NES Online, I believe how it works is um, you need to have access to the internet at least once uh, every seven. If you don't connect in like seven days or something, you don't Oh, is it seven days? I think it's seven. I'm not too sure. Yeah, that's probably Um, right. And actually, a correction for earlier, um, uh, any, or not NES, uh, Nintendo Switch Online is actually $19.99 per year. Oh, so it's actually even cheaper. That's a bargain. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, so I, think, I mean, I, I have my own issues with that, but that's another story. <laughs> it's it's definitely not the best online service out there, but it is the cheapest out of all the all the. You, you know, get companies. what you pay for, right? I guess so. Mm-hmm. And, and if they keep adding stuff to it, it's you know just increasing the value. I think so. Um, that makes me excited because it's not something you're gonna have to pay extra for. At least I hope not. It would be nice if Nintendo. This is probably this is probably beating a dead horse. It would be nice instead of you know putting all these games that are available elsewhere on their most modern console, they should you know spend their resources on fixing the online that has been messed be up for like the past fifteen years. Whenever online came about, how about a party chat? Yeah, like give me a freaking break. That's uh, still embarrassing. Essentially, Nintendo has so much money they could invent just a brand new way. Just hire Microsoft. <laughs> right. Outsource their their whatever. Give it to Microsoft to become Xbox just, Live. I mean, even I don't I don't know. How how is the online on Xbox? Is it better than PS4? I think at this point in time they're probably on par. I think 360 was way ahead of the PlayStation 3. Um, just in terms of all the different features it had. It, it had a party chat. Um Yeah, it had a party chat. Um PS3 had a party chat, didn't it? No. PS3, the only way you could talk was through the game. There was actually no dedicated party chat app on the PS3. That's right. Oh, yeah. They learned. We would use uh, Discord, Skype, or whatever. Yeah, I think Skype back then. Um, And ironically, the Switch doesn't have a party chat. And I bring this, I probably brought this up maybe five times throughout this podcast history. The PlayStation Vita, which came out (laughs) in 2012 or 2011, I think it was 2012, had. A party chat. Why the heck doesn't the Switch have a party chat? Makes absolutely no sense. Because Nintendo is not in touch with uh, their... With reality? Yeah. I mean, Even... I-, I could give a good example. With, um, Have you guys tried playing uh, the arena battles? Typing Mario? In, um, uh, Smash Brothers Ultimate? It's not the best it experience. It is actually god-awful. Um, it's terrible. So, 
what I was trying to do is me and a local friend were trying to connect with another friend so we could play together. But it turns <laughs> out you cannot actually do that. Uh, the arena battles, which are kind of like private or public, like you can create your own room. Um, it's only one player local and uh, you can invite your friends online, but you can't co-op local and play with a friend across the internet. Oh, what? Nope. So there's no local play and play with friends. So you can only do local, which is only two player online or wow. solo with friends online. That's pretty bad. You know what? I actually want to piggyback off that. And this isn't necessarily related, but the, uh, I guess the ad hoc, you know, local wireless on Smash Brothers, once you get up to like four people doing it or five people doing it, it sucks. It's so laggy that it's worse than playing online. Do you remember that? Yeah, I remember. It's just a bunch of frozen screens. It's that un- was it's so unplayable. disappointing. It's Maybe unplayable. they updated it since then. I don't know. Maybe. That sucked. Uh, yeah. Especially because if you go and play the 3DSs, Smash Brothers wireless, local wireless, it's perfect. Yeah. No issues. Like, what the hell's with that? That was really disappointing. Um, but yeah, the, the whole online with Smash Brothers was completely ridiculous. Uh, Mario Maker's online, which they're supposed to fix at some point, uh, also really disappointing uh, out of the box or out of the shop because it is, um, you know, you're unable to play with your friends. Like, you're just playing with random people online, which is fun sometimes, but if you want to play with your friends, I mean, it kind of is the whole point. So, yeah, it's it, that that part is kind of disappointing with that. Um, and then there's there's so many other things, but the biggest thing for me is why is there no party chat? Even the Wii U, uh, Wii U had a party chat. Do you remember that, John? It With did. With the one megapixel camera. Oh man! Oh yeah! You can actually. Well, I mean, that's it was pretty cool, in a sense that you could do it, even though it was terrible. Yeah. Because it was already beating the Switch in that regard. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe terrible is not as good as just having nothing at all. Yeah, it was like, Nintendo. hey, John, could you hear me on the Wii party chat? <laughs> uh, and then you could, like, draw stuff. I remember well, I when they were advertising it. <laughs> 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 oh, man. No, you ever, uh, when they're showing off the Wii U, and they're uh, showing off the video chat, and then, like, who was it, like, uh, Iwata making a heart on Reggie or something, or was it the opposite way? Yeah, that was really weird when Reggie drew a penis on a Wada. That was so in bad taste. <laughs> it's a kid's console. I know, like, what the hell? Yeah, that was really, uh, that was very bad. Um, they made it seem like it was way better than it was, though. And I don't know if you remember this, the Wii actually had a chat thing, too. Uh, we with speak. We Speak. Yeah, yep. I actually used that. That was really weird. That was really weird. Yeah, we had one. I think we went in there like, well, work. well, that's the thing. I remember we we bought, we were super, at least maybe I was super dumb, like back in eighth grade. For my graduation gift, I said I wanted a wireless router so we could play Wii Online. Uh, if you're running a Windows 98 computer and you try to plug in a wireless router to uh, that modem, you're not going to connect to the internet. Yeah, but that that kicked off our our online uh careers yeah. um that having that wireless router it's like we can't we i don't know 
the conversations we had with mom and dad to get a new computer, which I think it was that black one that uh, we, we built, we had built in our high school. Yeah. Uh, the, the router like was like you know step one. Yeah. Hey, we can't use this. Let's get something that Heck. can. <laughs> Ten years after we had this old one, uh, <laughs> so it wasn't that bad of a, a present. It was a long-term request for a graduation gift. <laughs> I bought it in June, and I had a actually no, I guess I bought it in yeah June, and I had to wait until like October to use it. That is what's called an investment, and it did pay off. We've been ever since October. We've had online access to video gaming ever since then. Oh God! So that kicked it off. Well, it was funny because like I was trying to look up solutions, and they had that Wii LAN adapter, and I told mom about it. Mom's like, "I do not want that in our house." I'm like, "But mom, it's just the cable. <laughs> yeah, just plug in the Ethernet cable." I mean, I didn't know. I don't think any of us really wasn't online really getting. Well, not necessarily. Uh, I don't know. It was a new thing for a lot of different people. I guess at that point, yeah, we were kind of a little, little bit behind the technology eight ball. Yeah, we definitely were in our house sometimes. You know, just just how it was. Yeah, and that's not really the case anymore for the most right. part. Yeah, I mean that's a long time ago now. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, I just remember that. I'm like, why can't I get the land adapter? I do not want that in our house. Yeah, <laughs> she doesn't know what it, she didn't know what it was. In fact, if I back when I was high school, I may not have been able to explain intelligently. You are gonna get our house wiretapped. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't even know if it was about that. They just didn't want it. <laughs> Ironic, because the FBI is listening to us at all times nowadays, so maybe they were right. Yeah, actually, you know what? I didn't even get to uh, to play in October. I would I used to have to sneak on and play Call of Duty, because um, I was playing World at War online, um, because I got like a, I was not doing great in math, so Mom's like, I have to finish out this semester before I can play. So it's like, so we get wireless internet, and I can't even freaking play the game that i've been waiting to play since like, actually i didn't even play the game i wanted to play because it was so long i ended up selling it before i even had online access <sighs> that was very stressful uh stressful time in my life it paid off in the end yeah now i can play whatever the hell i want no one can say yay, anything about it <laughs> yay freedom what were we talking about uh we we're talking about nintendo having bad online or something no we were talking about uh, the <laughs> new was- snes controller uh, oh, that's it, right. It, I thought we just skipped on to like Nintendo Online. Sure, I don't know. It's, yeah. Uh, I just want to throw in there. Nintendo's really bad with making online games. They're very bad. John, have you ever played Typing with Mario? Uh, Typing with Mario. Yeah. Uh, I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay. I, I played what... Mario teaches typing back in the day. <laughs> okay, whatever. <laughs> Um, tomato, tomato. It's, it's the same thing. I played Mavis Beacon and Jumpstart first grade. Get over it, John. Jumpstart first grade. Everyone up front. <laughs> John, did you get that? Uh, first grade. Jumpstart first grade. Everyone up front. I don't <laughs> Does that ring a bell? First grade. <laughs> I played a one with the noun song. Yeah, you played second grade. Now, 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 now. Um, John, you are a noun. I think that's how that went. I thought it was peanut butter. Where's the one where the uh, where the octopus eats the uh, popcorn pizza? Is that first grade? I didn't. That, that yeah, that is Dude, first grade. You missed out. I'm sure it's available. It's probably like five bucks on Amazon right now. It's uh yeah that that whole game we we, we have to have an entire video dedicated to those games. Because that they wasn't were exactly what was ordered. Like so I'll I think it. I still have them. Um, Somewhere in the closet. I think those were the prequels to Animal Crossing, correct? 
<laughs> that was the Telltale what? Animal Crossing game Telltale. that I was playing. <laughs> Uh, they lasted way longer than they should have. That's awful. Um, yeah, we have to talk about those games at some point because they were just backwards. Like, why would you be a human student going into a school taught by animals? I don't know if you guys watched The Haunting of Hill House, but Jumpstart jump fourth grade was about ten times scarier oh, than that. that was awful. It's like, like welcome to fourth grade, here's some trigonometry. Yeah. Good luck. And just the atmosphere was one of the creepiest things I've oh, ever Oh, we're going to have some trigonometry inside the Mayan temple. I'm singing in the rain. <laughs> I'm singing in the rain. Why, why would she sing that in, as, the, as, the, as the picture fades out? <laughs> it was something else. Right, the Man. long division. I remember being an expert in division, and you get to that game, and they ask you to do long division. I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> what is this? Oh, why is there God. like five numbers all separate like it was something it was uh yeah that was awful yeah i just remember like oh my god i gotta turn this off i couldn't even do that as an eighth grader honestly what color is an orange orange that's correct that's correct that is not jumpstart john that is not it's pajama sam oh my god it's not the same need that jump start (laughs) i I just i I don't know i need to go back and play jumpstart third grade because i skipped that year we did skip that (laughs) Uh, was that any good, John? Do you remember? Uh, I'm trying to John? remember the difference between second and third because I got mixed up with which games had what. The uh, I think the music, what you know, third grade must have had some big shoes to fill at least in terms of music for jump from start uh, jump start second grade. Like you know, Johnny, you are a noun. Oh, God, I thought that I was is, peanut butter. That is nothing but iconicism right there. It's pretty phenomenal. That was extremely impressive. I mean, you don't expect that from a Jumpstart game. Who even made those? Was it McGraw-Hill or something? I I think it actually might have been. We'll have to, uh, like you said, Cal, we'll have to revisit this. Yeah, we're going to have to have an episode dedicated to Jumpstart games. Oh, goody! That'll be fun. Yes. Um, So moving on, (laughs) I don't know where, I don't know how we got to Jumpstart. Um, So this next news story is... um, I lost it. No, uh, Nintendo, Sony, and Microsoft have agreed to disclose loot box odds, which is kind of a plague that has hit almost every like major <laughs> uh, third-party game, like the past like three years. Um, and Rocket League has them, and I think recently they announced that Rocket League is going to be doing away with those. I think in 2020, I, correct? I heard that too. I heard that too. I didn't look deep into it, but I think keys and loot boxes are going by, uh, keys and crates are going by the wayside. Do we get loot box forgiveness? I don't know. <laughs> what I'm hoping for is a, uh, you know, a rocket boost, like with crates. Yeah. Or rocket trail with keys. Or even uh, uh, something which Wait, utilizes, what? even something that utilizes like that old-fashioned, you know, dial the the Price is Right dial thing that oh, they would god. do. <laughs> it's a decal. Oh god! Uh, they need to incorporate that somewhere. Maybe that'll be like a live decal. I want a cl- uh, claw Just machine. Yeah, <laughs> Just want, move the claw and grab something. I want chest stickers. Right. You could do that. Mm-hmm. Chat Just emojis. Like angry emojis, right. <laughs> right. Oh, that'd be great. Or you can like like chat. people's comments on there. 
That'd be great. Can you imagine that? That'd be insane. Like, we wouldn't even play the game. We'd just sit in the chat room. It's like, hey, we're on Facebook chat right now, but we're playing PlayStation. <laughs> well, I- I'm glad um, the loot boxes are going away. I always just prefer just to straight up buy them because I-, I paid about maybe with some of these years 20 bucks in keys, and I never got anything I wanted. I always saved them. I always saved my crates for the double painted weekend. Like, I got some good ass stuff by playing the waiting game. That's a good idea. Uh, so, you won't be able to do that for too much longer, but that's that's what you got to do. See, I used to like to open them because I'd be like, you know, man, I'm going to put this, I'm going to get something really awesome, I'm going to put it on my car, and John's going to make a big deal out of it. And then I would get something, I'd put it on there. I'm like, hey, like my wheels, John. He's like, uh, oh, I didn't even notice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do you know how much I sacrificed? It was um, just the snakeskin decal right? anyway. Oh, who God. Who do you think you are? Don't get me started hey. snakeskin. I have like right. 20 snake skins that aren't even the same uh, classification, so you can't trade them in together. That is the biggest crime Rocket League has committed. They better change that, because that's also another. Yeah, really they'll part. fix it, I'm sure. Yeah. Psionics, we trust. Yeah. I, I Out of all the companies, I kind of trust them more. Um, they seem to be doing this. right by, other than the whole Epic Games thing, whatever it's called, uh, they seem to be doing right by their, their customers, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Um, and along with Nintendo, Sony, and Microsoft, um, there are third-party publishers that have you know agreed to do this already. Uh, Activision, Blizzard, Bandai Namco, Bethesda, Bungie, EA, Take-Two Interactive, Ubisoft, Warner Bros., and the Wizards of the Coast, which I honestly don't even know who those people are. Um, and according to the uh, ESA, which <laughs> I wrote down what that meant, but uh, I lost it. Um, other publishers are considering to do that too, um, but it seems to me that in order for a game to be published on the Xbox, PlayStation, or Nintendo Switch in 2020, they're going to have to agree to disclose um, to just you know disclose that. Uh, um, when you mean disclose? Is that uh, internally or is that public? It's going to have to be public. Like okay. when you go to select the loot box, when it shows you the different things that you can get, I believe, and I think Rocket League might actually. Like there's the, some. Are some talking about the odds number? Like the it's going to, sh- yeah. It's going to sh- tell you like the odds of each item. Like okay. what are the chances of you getting so it? I know MLB the show does that with their packs and actually tells you what the odds are. Even That's I right. Really, That's I don't really I'm believe it. Even no. Because I just like it really bad, but I don't know. Yeah. I. It's. It's. That's kind of wishy-washy but they're supposed to do this and this is kind of i guess the video game industry's way of self-regulating themselves so they don't have to get like the government involved with like kids gambling on stuff um i think that's kind of where this whole thing stemmed from so how's those odds gonna get enforced like can companies just like straight up lie when they give on the numbers or i honestly don't know like that's that is something i really want to know how that works about yeah um i don't know I mean, I guess that they'll have to disclose maybe the coding to whatever company they're deciding to put their game on, uh, platform on. Whole new division just for people to study that. Hey, more jobs. That's true. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I honestly don't know how that's gonna that's gonna be. But this was uh, in a blog post that was uh, written by the uh, ESA. Um, it said the video game industry relies on creating and sustaining relationships with our players based on fun, but just as importantly on trust. 
One of the hallmarks of our industry is that we don't just create entertainment value for our players, we listen to them. So uh, loot boxes, I think, were you know kind of a complaint for a while. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of them because I think it's just kind of stupid. Like, just give us a list of you know different DLC things that we can buy and just let us buy what we want. Uh, I think that's a more um, ethical way of going about things. Um, so hopefully that's how it becomes again. Um, but I guess we'll see what happens with that. Um, yeah. Any other thoughts on that? No. Uh, uh, you know, I don't. I don't like the whole gambling aspect that's available to children. Yeah. So, as soon as they can get away with uh, getting away with these random loot boxes, or you know, the, where the information is not disclosed to the people who are trying to uh, to get something from them, uh, you know, the better. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I so uh, there's I played Paladins, and I know they've had some boxes that like eventually ended up being things you could straight up purchase yeah. um so they have both in it uh, they don't disclose the odds though but how the boxes work and i think it's like overwatch but i don't play overwatch but um how it works is that once you get that item you can't get it anymore it just like goes out in the next random item it's that's so, pretty cool yeah so once you have it you have it and basically, you could just keep buying the boxes until you get everything from... Uh, so it basically increases your odds of getting what you want every time. Yeah, basically. Where That's it, pretty cool. In Rocket League, it's just decal after decal after decal. Snakeskin, 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 yeah, snakeskin. Rocket League, John, the same thing. And, you know, John's point earlier, even though you may have the same decal, you can't even use the trading mechanic a lot of the time because it came from a different series of crates. Which yeah. is, yeah, stupid. Which, which is horrendous. That's pretty bad. Uh, I know why it's structured that way because the crates have a tier list. Obviously, the crap is in the biggest tier list, and then the nice stuff is in the middle the, tier the list. Tier with list only a few items. It's it's really arbitrary. Yeah, um, like I said, I don't like how they do it, and I'm glad it's going away. Yeah, yeah, I I think that it's definitely a positive. It's good look for them too, for uh, psionics to uh, to get rid of them. It's I just I don't think there's really a need for it. I think that you know, with all the DLC they release and all that, people are buying stuff anyway. Just do it a different way. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. So I think that's honestly a good thing. Uh, this next little piece here is uh, that GameStop is essentially uh, knocking on Death's door <laughs> at this point. Um, this was an email that was sent out to employees, and I think an employee posted this on uh, Lay Reddit. Um, and this was on behalf of Gary Riding, who I guess is a high up person at GameStop. Um, they said, as part of our continued GameStop reboot transformation uh, initiative, a dedicated team, including the retail vice presidents, HRLP, and the U.S. store operations leadership team, have been working diligently to realign our current field regions and districts in an effort to reduce our cost structure and build. Uh, efficiencies into our field leadership organization so that we can reinvest the business. Uh, unfortunately, with these changes, there are more than 50 field leaders who have been impacted and will be leaving the GameStop team. This includes regional district, uh, regional district HR uh, and LP loss prevention leaders. Uh, 
These decisions are not easy, but necessary to help us reduce cost to enable investment in revenue driving initiatives that will help grow the business once again. Um, obviously, layoffs are not really a sign of a company that is thriving currently. Um, and recently, GameStop, uh, I guess it was revealed that GameStop stock dropped 36%, bringing the value of the retail uh, chain to the lowest it's been since 2003. I did get all of this off of The Verge. Um, so not looking too great for GameStop. Uh, not really a great, uh, not really a great time for them. Um, you know, people are seemingly buying less and less physical games and less uh, used copies of games from them. Um, whatever business structure or restructure that they've been implementing hasn't really seemed to be working or even stopping the bleeding a little bit. Um, so not great. And recently, I think maybe back in April or May, uh, Sony discontinued the ability to buy games digitally through uh, GameStop, like on a digital code. Um, you can only now buy like, you know, PSN cards and, you know, stuff like that. You do can't buy like a digital copy. People actually do. Yeah, you can actually, even like on Amazon, like you used to be able to buy like, like a PlayStation code. going straight code. to like uh, Xbox or PlayStation. It works story. good if you're giving it away as a gift. In fact, our sister, I think I asked for a digital copy of that something. That is true, actually. And it worked very nicely. It may yeah. have been, I forget which game it was, but it worked out Assassin's great. Creed? No, it wasn't Assassin's Creed. She got oh, it for me. I thought it was you got it for her. Wink, no, wink. she got it for me. Well, I may have gotten actually. I may have gotten it. I, actually, I think you may be right. But I think she may have also gotten a, a, a digital code for me as well. Okay. But yeah. I think you're right. I think I may have gotten a digital code for her. And you actually can't do that. Back when I used to write for a game website, we used to receive, uh, like, you know, review codes. And essentially, it was like a, a gift card in a way. We didn't get, like, you know, the, the card or anything like that. They would just give us the code, and we'd punch it in, and we'd get the game. Um, so that was essentially how this worked. I think that Sony has now moved that back to doing that just exclusively for uh, media people, people that work in the, you know, journalist field. Um, so they no longer are issuing those out. And essentially what they're doing is cutting out the middleman, where if you want to buy a game, uh, they'd prefer that you'd buy the digital copy from them and they get, I guess, all the funds directly, you know, split between them and the you know developer or whatever, uh, publisher. Um, so yeah, that's not a thing anymore. And I think that also is something that impacts GameStop a little bit too, because if Sony's doing that, what's stopping Microsoft and Nintendo from doing that? Um, so it's, it's really not, it's really not the best situation for them, but it just seems like they're following the path of, you know, Blockbuster or, you know, a video rental store where it's like, if you're not selling other things too, you're not really going to, you know, go too far for too long. And, you know, they did have, you know, the whole Think Geek that they purchased like a couple of years ago. Um, and, you know, you see like, you know, Think Geek stuff in their stores, but, you know, even that it's like, it's, it's not, it's not enough to help. It's not enough to continue, um, you know, GameStop's run. Um, so what do you guys think about GameStop? Are you going to miss it if it goes under? I was in there the other day, and it is nice to walk through the aisles, but uh, I think I ultimately prefer, prefer digital games. 
most of the time for digital stuff. Yeah, yeah. I was they got at, some cool toys in there and stuff. Like I saw like a Bloodborne Hunter figurine in there the other day. I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's, that's one cool, of the yeah. things that they're moving towards trying to attract people. Is um, I don't know if that's a GameStop exclusive. They they have a lot of just toys and stuff and some GameStop exclusive merchandise. Um, yeah. So that might be one of the last things that they're trying to pull people in back for until you know ultimately they go into the gutter. Yeah. Or the ground, or you know, the giant whatever in the sky. <laughs> the giant <laughs> on the ground. Yeah, I think it's kind of sad. I mean, I I like the the toys and stuff they have in there. Well, I'm gonna say, well, let's just. I mean, they have accessories that, um, you know, when you you don't think about. I don't think that it actually exist. Yeah. Uh, until I walk through those aisles, like, oh wait, that that's something you can get. That's pretty neat. Yeah, I don't really have an example, but you know, maybe it's just like a carrying case or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like you know people have that for their switches, and uh, I don't really see that advertised anywhere. It's not like we have Nickelodeon on twenty four seven like uh, when we were like ten or whatever. So, oh yeah, uh, walk through there, kind of you know maybe you may find something that makes something more convenient for you at home. Yeah, you know, the stuff you already have. Now, yeah. how many um, independent game stores do you have in your area? Uh, I think we have one independent game store, and they also are like an arcade. What about you? Um, I have one about three, four miles down, so slightly farther than my closest GameStop. Um, okay. I really like them. Um, I think they might be the thing to take over after GameStop eventually shuts down. Um, yeah. I don't know. Just as a physical uh, game business, I don't think GameStop really has anymore, especially uh, when you talked about them switching over to having games you can buy through their uh, online store. Um, and yeah. also a lot of the jokes about the whole trade-in prices and like the countless parodies of the GameStop experience. <laughs> uh, yeah, GameStop experience, you know, whole corporate talk and I'm trying to add price stuff to you. Yeah, it's uh, no gross. one's thing. No, no one likes that. <laughs> yeah. Versus, yeah. I mean, you can still talk to employees about games and stuff, but they're still required under their, well, what their boss tells them to do, just like to try to uh, add price some program. Versus, if you just walk into um, your local game store, he's talking about them about anything. They won't really try to get you to. Well, I guess maybe they'll try to sell you stuff, but not like GameStop levels membership and stuff. Yeah, it's like, do you want to buy a warranty for your uh, case that you bought for your Switch? <laughs> it's like, uh, I thought that was why I got the case. Uh, well, those, and actually, uh, this is kind of related. Uh, I've been to GameStop a few times, and people say like the most ridiculous things. Like some of the workers, like there's this one person who's like, oh yeah, I saw the new uh, the new Xbox. This is like before they even like revealed like you know the Project Scarlet or whatever. He's like, yeah, you know, it, he was telling some guy like that he was like working, you know, that was trying to find something. He's like, yeah, man, you should totally wait for the new Xbox. I saw it. Uh, you know, it's gonna be like you know, it's gonna have like a four terabyte hard drive, and it's. Uh, he was just saying a whole bunch of just ridiculous things. I'm like, dude, you don't see anything. You don't see anything until it comes to the store, if that. Were you overhearing conversations? Is that something he told you? No, I was overhearing the conversation. 
Yeah, like they, uh, yeah, they're, <laughs> I, I've, I've been told wrong information from GameStop employees like multiple times. Like they said, yeah, you won't be able to find a Switch for, uh, for months. It's like, no, you found a Switch like a month later. Like, yeah, I mean, that's just, that's just the thing with corporate jobs. Yeah. Yeah, they tell you false, false info. He's like, you know, you really should, uh, you should really pre-order it because, like, um, <laughs> no, I'm good. I actually accidentally told someone at GameStop, they're just like, oh, do you want to, you know, pre-order this game? I'm like, oh no, I, I buy digital. And he's like, oh. it's like, oh, I probably shouldn't have said that. Oh man, wrecked this whole day. Now I did actually pre-order my NES Amiibo from GameStop, which was nice. You can't, you can't buy NES digital. It doesn't work that way. Um, so that was pretty cool. But wow. you know, I, I mean, there's, I have certain memories of GameStop that I like. You know, like standing in line to get my 3DS, that was exciting. Um, you know, going in there after like high school, like, you know, mom would take me in there for like a treat to go in there and like pre-order a game or pick up a game I pre-ordered like months ago. Um, game specifically, I remember Red Steel 2, uh, Monster Hunter Try on the Wii. Um, those were big games that I really liked. Or even just like pre-ordering like Call of Duty um, back when I was like really into that. Really exciting. Um, and I like the experience of going in there. You know, you get your little GameStop bag and you head out. Um, but I don't know. I feel like I've personally kind of outgrown that and I don't really do that anymore. And I feel like a lot of people are on the same page. Like to me, why go to GameStop when you can just go to Target and, you know, also buy like food and stuff there too. uh, I don't know. I don't really see a super huge need for GameStop. Yeah. I mean, Um, GameStop, if they just scaled back a little bit on the, games on the software aspect and just you know what they're doing right now and just selling the physical merchandise game merchandise like toys and stuff uh yeah. a lot of the toy stores are like toys are not a thing anymore i think maybe a few of them are independently left but i think, it, I think it's, toys it, are out rust is actually coming back yeah jerry's yeah. toy box well at the moment it's it, or jeffrey's I mean, toy box I forgot. um i know toy born. <laughs> best buy tried doing the whole toy thing they still had the toy aisles um so i mean i guess that's what GameStop could try to uh, tackle that market maybe with the physical toys and whatnot stuff you can't really yeah buy digital <laughs> it should make it kind of like a pawn shop people bring in like their old like you know game it is merchandise. yeah it is, it's like they, kind of, but uh, and they rip you off yeah <laughs> there you go GameStop is a pawn shop but it's not explicit Honestly, that could probably be a good TV show. Like, hey guys, <laughs> let's just make a show how you know we sell these really expensive games, and then people bring in like a whole bunch of shit, and we get I mean, them, like I think it's like one percent of what they paid for. The GameStop's more successful than Pawn Stars in that regard, probably. Probably, yeah. I yeah. mean, people just people that don't know and people that aren't really aware of like you know market value for like their uh, stuff. Especially before, I guess, like eBay stuff are really like super mainstream for people. Yeah, it's it's not so much people don't want to sell it on eBay. It's just like they just don't want to. The whole rigmarole and have eBay be their best friends on email for the next thirty months. I I hate dealing with eBay. (laughs) I just get an enormous amount of emails and it's awful. I sell a lot on eBay, but I hate people. Oh God, um, so yeah, so <laughs> so so GameStop probably on its way out at some point. Uh, it'll be lucky to survive till Christmas. <laughs> I don't think it'll die <laughs> before then. 
<laughs> yeah, so make sure you say bye-bye to GameStop before it gets flushed down the toilet. Goodbye. Yeah, before PlayStation 5 comes out, GameStop will be a figment of our imagination. <laughs> um, speaking of PlayStation, PlayStation digital sales have officially passed their uh, physical sales for the last, uh, I guess, quarter. Um, so for the fiscal period of April to June of 2019... Um, which I guess this just came out not too long ago. Uh, digital sales of the PlayStation 4 um, are now at 53% of the market. And just for reference, the digital sales made up only 43% this time last year. So it went up 10%, which is, I'm assuming, a decent amount. Um, so more than half of the sales were, were digital sales. And just to throw that in there... Um, this did not count any deals or any free games that were, um, you know, I guess influenced by uh, PlayStation Plus. So if it was discounted by PlayStation Plus, this was not part of that number. So they excluded those um, from that. So if you factor those in, then it's probably I don't know, fifty-five percent. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not a, a math major. I don't know. Um, but so yeah, so that's yeah, it's some kind of number. Um, so this kind of shows that, and this isn't PlayStation exclusive either. Xbox is also um, reported numbers similar to that. I don't have them on hand, but um, you could definitely tell there's a big growth in terms of their um, digital sales over their physical sales. Um, why do you guys think that is? Just pure convenience. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And you don't, I mean, no and, and it's or, more organized, right? It's yeah. more organized. You don't have to, like, you know, have a game uh, disc lying on your tabletop or entertainment system. Yeah. Well, you don't and have also, to worry about taking, yeah, go ahead, John. It's uh, pre-orders as well, I would say. Um, yeah. You don't have to go wait for your store to open. Uh, right. Yeah. Game, come back. You got it right there. Mm-hmm. Plus you can pre-download. Pre-download. Yeah, that is awesome. I love pre-download. Yeah, that definitely does make it a lot better. Um, and I guess I guess we can just hop into the I guess primary topic, um, which would be you know with GameStop in trouble and you know Sony's reporting you know highest digital sales of you know forever. Um, you know, would you guys be okay with just going completely digital? I mean, there's like you know an Xbox One out there that's cheaper. It doesn't even have a disc drive in it. It's all just digital like the console version of the PSP go with not, you know, with not stupid, uh, nice memory. Um, they can use that drive for something else. Well, more space maybe. I don't know. Well, yeah. I mean, I guess because like, you know, games are downloadable, movies are downloadable, you know, people have Netflix. Like, do we really even need to have the disc drive anymore? I mean, I'd rather just open up that space and put a bigger, well, actually it doesn't really a lot matter. Of people make their computers without a disc drive. I don't have a disc drive of mine. There you go. Yeah, I What's just I never point? needed it. What's the point, right? Yeah. I plugged it into install Windows, but you can actually do that in a different way. I just thought that was the easiest that way com- to do it. Uh, computers a different story. I mean, you have old discs and stuff. Um, you yeah. Burn them. I mean, I mean personally too. Like if I ever wanted to, like if I get back to writing more music, I made a new album. If I wanted to sell uh, copies of my album, I just have that to burn. But that yeah, that's different from like having software. Yeah, and then even then, though, wouldn't you just go digital with that? Yeah, I mean, I can always, like, make digital 
codes, but some people still like physical. So it's yeah, good to just give a cassette. It isn't yeah. the sound quality a thing when it doesn't go on a CD? Does anyone know anything about that? Uh, depends on the CD. Depends on what uh, uh, kind of file you're using. Because, you know, sound gets compressed and it may not sound as good if it goes on certain media, right? Yeah, I don't know. I think, what what's what's the higher quality? I think CD quality is higher quality than DVD quality, correct? Isn't that the two different uh, qualities really that they use? Stuff. So I, I think mean, I think burning CDs for for music is still popular. Yeah, that's this thing though. It's just weird because not a lot of people have. I guess in their cars they have a CD player, but I can't remember the last time I've seen went in someone's house and they had a CD player sitting out. No, um, I, uh, I mean I, call, I have and cars one. have the aux the uh, the aux jack. Yeah, mm-hmm. my my car doesn't have my car's like. It's not old, but it's 2002. Uh, has so you still have the cassette. Yeah, it's cassette and CD. Oh, man. I haven't seen a cassette player in a car in a long time. Yeah, the Windstar we used to have. That's right. Yeah, and it was weird because we actually had, a, a, I think, a Sony Walkman, or mom did, and it actually had an adapter, like a cassette adapter. That I remember that. It was there. the weirdest thing I've ever seen. It is incredibly weird. So you could play your CD, but it was like in the most stupid way possible. Yep. And that was a thing. That's crazy. I don't even know how that worked, honestly. Um, but yeah, so so what, what were we talking about? Uh, physical, digital. <laughs> That's right. So so if if the next PlayStation came out and it just was completely without a disk drive, would you guys be upset? No, as long as it was a two terabyte hard drive. Yeah. So what, all, yeah, it, what it all was, depends on the uh, what they give you. Like if it's like another, if it's like one terabyte, like well, actually, kidding me? it wouldn't matter because uh, the PS4 uh, takes up it takes up the same space if you have a physical disc than if you have digital. The disc now uh, just acts as a key. Yeah. Oh. Which bothers me. Yeah. So I I have been actually just going all digital. Um, mm-hmm. There's been a lot of digital sales. On yeah. The, on the PlayStation Store, so I bought that of a game i already have then i basically got money back by selling the physical game yeah so i I guess that was collection yeah and that was kind of like a thing um back when the xbox one was revealed the whole drm thing and how you know no used games and stuff like that now it doesn't really i mean obviously there's some extreme things about that and you know it, it didn't really work out but like looking back, that was actually kind of forward thinking in a way because I feel like most people, at least according to the numbers now, are buying their games digitally, um, and there's not really a need for, you know, the, these physical these physical games anymore. I like the idea of used games. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, we were making fun of Games uh, GameStop, but uh, I mean they've got like they had like a three games for fifteen dollars deal. That's, that's pretty yeah. good. If you if you have interest in some of those games, it's a really good deal. Yeah, it I actually is, yeah. did that for PS3 games since um, PS3 only has so much space. And well, I did upgrade my PS3 to 500 gigabytes, but I have a lot of digital games, so there's yeah. only so much I can fill in it. And the rest, I have a bunch of physical games. Um, so I uh, I like that uh, you know there's an option there right now for physical copies to be uh, more accessible to maybe people who can't afford a lot of a lot of games and just wait a little bit and they can you know 
get it, you know, you take advantage of those deals. Yeah. Uh, you know, digital has an advantage too, where it's much easier to keep on top of, at least for the PS4 standpoint. That's where I'm. That's where we come from. Yeah. Uh, what the active deals are, so it's not like completely setting you up to be ripped off. Oh yeah. If you want to play the waiting game? I mean, that's how I got Bloodborne. It's completely free off PS Plus. Yeah. Uh, but physical copies, when you do walk in there, you can get a lot of things really quickly. There is no three for one thing online. Yeah, yeah, uh, you know what I mean. So, yeah, that is true. I think that it makes me wonder if, say, they stop the sale of all physical games because they're cutting out that part of the business. You know, obviously, it's going to hurt some people, but cutting out that part of the business. Does that now enable them to discount these games more heavily and more often because they're saving all that money from not having to distribute those uh, um, or produce like the those? Publishers themselves to stopping. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, do you know a limited limited run games? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So basically, uh, they've been getting a lot of, um, I think, contract work. I believe is how it works for them. Uh, for other companies to put their um, digital games uh, as a limited limited run, hence the name, uh, physical edition. Oh, okay. And I think if companies start scaling back and just want to do uh, digital only, they might go through companies like that, and you might see a rise in these kind of companies uh-huh. that produce uh, a limited time uh, physical only versions of these games. I think that'd be good. I think that would be that would be a good route to go, a good way to kind of wean people off of it. People that aren't as you know into the digital medium, if they kind of just you know they have a window where they can get it, then they can get it, and if not, they'll just have to get it digital. I kind of like that. Yeah, so that's a good idea. Uh, in the used market, like maybe ten years later, it'll still probably be worse as much as it did when it came out. So that's the only exception because there's not a mass amount of these games. Yeah. So it'd be basically like a Nintendo game. It holds its value over time. Even if it's artificial. Yeah. I think that's a good idea. I, I like that. I think that's a, a good way to kind of transition. Because um, really at this point, you know, I'd like them I'd like them to go all digital. And that way we can just fight against the whole streaming thing. I mean, that's, that's kind of where I'm at right now. <laughs> I, I was like, if you asked me this a couple of years ago, I would have been completely against it. Um, really before the 3DS came out, I would have been completely against digital. Like, I, it's, you know, physical or nothing. I want to be able to sell these games back to GameStop for a quarter of what I paid for them. And I want to have that right as a consumer. But now it's like I'm I'm all digital all the time. Now I'm against streaming. Don't bring those stupid streaming services. I want oh, yeah. my games on my hard those. drive. Uh, remember OnLive? That was like one of the first ones. I do not. OnLive? You never, uh, TJ, you never heard of that? No. Um, uh-uh. So it was a, I think it was a, I believe it was like a console. I think they also had an app as well. I think it was maybe just an app. Um, so online. I don't know if they mean, oh, defunct 2015. So they're not a thing anymore. Founded 2013. Um, let's see. Uh, online's flagship product was its cloud gaming service. So. Yeah, it was just kind of like an app. Um, they made a controller, I believe. Really? Yeah, so... It's like I don't prehistoric know Google Stadia? <laughs> Probably, yeah. Yeah, okay, so they... 
I believe they had a system. Yeah, they had a uh, a game system that came with a controller. Um, uh, Bluetooth, HDMI. I'm not sure if they still. Well, I guess because they're defunct. I guess maybe their service is done, so it kind of would suck for anyone <laughs> who still has it. Let's see. On 2015, it was announced that Sony Computer Entertainment had acquired online patents and that all online services would be discontinued on April 30th, 2015. I did not notice this happened. So. Wow. And when was this? Uh, when did they start? Like, when did Sony acquire that? Uh, 2015. So that's kind of a while ago, then. It was, so I never know. Because I never went their thing, and it wasn't that many years before they went down. I think it was maybe yeah. 2010 or something that when they started. Um, it was pretty cool at the time. That's I, I tried it out. I could play uh, higher-end games on a bad computer, but it, it all depended on connection, so it was kind of finicky in that regard a little bit of latency uh quite a bit actually that's when they're yeah. still in beta yeah see i don't know I, I just don't know about the whole input lag that was something i think i think me and you talked about that um in our e3 podcast about google stadia where i just don't believe in the technology in that yet i think that it's i don't know i want the game on my hard drive at least like if it's snowing outside and then we lost all well i guess we lost the power then <laughs> if, we, if we just lost the internet <laughs> and all the power was still on I want to still be able to access the games. And that's that's kind of, you know, where I'm at with that. Um but uh so do you guys see any any benefits left, I guess, of of physical games? I mean, cuz at this point, like John said, it's really just a code and it's not like you get like the box with the little pamphlet inside that has like, you know, the little information about the game. You know, like the old like Game Boy Advance games or PlayStation Two games or I guess anything before uh, this generation. Like, I don't know. There's, I feel like you just don't really get enough anymore. I guess you get resale value. You know, you can sell it again. But besides that, I mean, do you guys even see any benefit of physical? There is the uh, you know bargain bin thing. Yeah. Um, if you like displaying a collection of what you have. Right, I mean, I would think one of the physical things I'll always get physical as long as a physical copy is available. And if Pokemon gets their act together, if Game Freak gets their act together, like a physical Pokemon game, yeah, I like seeing all the consistent looks those games have on the cover art, you know, stacked up. And I like seeing their spines, like how the how it's progressed over the years and things mm -hmm. like that. So that is cool. That is, uh, if you if you're a collector, right, a physical copy physical copies of games benefit you more yeah that's um, really all i can think of i, mean, I used to be 100 percent physical but i kind of been becoming more minimalist in the things i own so um i started getting yeah. rid of a lot of that stuff i just 100 percent, well not 100 percent digital completely since i still have stuff that needs the physical copies yeah you decluttered i'm decluttering yeah. right now yeah so I don't know, I just like it all there. If I move, like, the system around, like, let's say I move it to another TV and bring it somewhere. Mm -hmm. um, it's all with you. Yeah, all the games are there. I don't need to bring the games. Right. That is nice. Yeah, that's and that's, especially with, like, a system like the Switch, because you're bringing it around. Yeah. Or at least, you know, and you might bring it around. And that's also something I'm going completely digital now, unless 
I can get the game for dirt cheap. So the only two games I got for really cheap, like cheaper than they are still are right now, are uh, Doom. I got it for uh, what was it, like eight bucks or something, and then uh, Eleanor. I got it for twelve bucks. That's pretty good. Yeah. So that's the only exception with games. If I can get it like super super cheap, I'll get a physical. Okay. Yeah. There's. I guess I would make certain exceptions, and I do. Um, like this year, I bought the show uh, physical because Bryce Harper's on the cover. You know, that was something that I wanted physically. Um, you know, if there was another Madden game, I bought Madden Digital this year for the first year um, in a couple years since the one that Rob Gronkowski, uh, Rob Gronkowski was on the cover of. Um, this is the first year I bought it digitally because I didn't really care about Patrick Mahomes being on the cover. But say like next year, you know, Carson Wentz has an MVP year and he ends up being on the cover. Um, I'd probably pick that up physically. Um, so there's just certain things like Legend of Zelda, uh, you know, Breath of the Wild 2, when that comes out, probably buy it physical. Um, so I guess I, I pick and choose certain games that I guess if there's an option to buy it physical and I'm really into that game, I'll go ahead and pick it up. Um, at least games that have, I guess, maybe like sentimental value or, you know, something I'm really interested in then yeah, I'll go ahead and, and pick it up, and then maybe one day I'll display it. Chances are I probably won't, but uh, that's that's kind of like an ex- ex- exception I make for that. Uh, that's a great point. There's definitely, uh, you know, I wanted Dark Souls 3 as a physical copy. I don't, I don't really know how to explain why, other than I know I'd really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I mean, same with GTA 5. Um I forget the other physical copies of PS4 games. There are not that many. Maybe, uh, I don't even think Horizon Zero Dawn I have as a physical copy. GTA 5, Dark Souls 3, Metal Gear 5. Those are definitely three. There may be another one. Red Dead? Red Dead's another physical copy. Yep. Uh, Even the Xbox one that I never played, uh, the original Red Dead, uh, wanted a physical copy. These are like legendary games. These are like top-tier games. Yeah. Uh, that I wanted physical copies for. Which makes um, sense. Yeah. Yeah, there's another uh, reason why I'm going all digital. is yeah. Because the PlayStation Store, um, maybe the eShop on Switch, have been having a lot of like, good sales, like really steep dis- discounts on these games. Yeah, they have been. And if you miss a discount, like a couple weeks later, there'll be another yeah, discount. Yeah, they always, like, even like some of the AAA mm-hmm. games on uh, PlayStation go on sale a lot. So you don't really mess out. And, you know, I keep bringing up Dark Souls three, and it goes to exactly what John's saying. Like two months ago, you know, like getting the whole thing with the DLC was like eighty four dollars, and then they brought it down to like twenty, and like a week later it went back up to eighty four, and then like three weeks after that it went back to twenty again. Yeah. So, yeah, and if you keep checking back, you'll you'll find that stuff every day. There's a chance there'll be a flash sale that wasn't advertised. Yeah, just pops up. I can yeah. actually just read you right now because I have the store up. Uh, what's on sale? This is uh, the summer sale, I believe. On yeah, PlayStation. Yeah, it's with the pink and green. Uh, color, oh, it, oh, yeah. I guess if you have the game, it uh, doesn't tell you how much it actually is. Oh, it shows the percentage off though. Uh, GTA Five, fifty percent off. Red Dead, thirty-five percent. Far Cry New Dawn, fifty percent. Arc. Pretty good. Survival. Know what this 65%, Don't Cry 3, 34, 
about 60%. Spider-Man is actually $16 right now, and I might pick it up since I don't have you it. You need to get that game. That game yeah, is I'll probably phenomenal. Pick it up. It's 16 bucks right now. Battlefield 4, $5. Wow. Uh, Battlefront, EA Battlefront, the first and second one, uh, it's a bundle with both games. $9 for both. Wow. That's pretty good. That's really good. Um, Borderlands, 75% off, like the Hands of Jack collection. Witcher Ooh, 3, 70. That's actually something I'd be interested in. Yeah, Witcher 3, 70% off. Uh, oh, the Battlefield 4 Premium Edition, 75% off. Uh, Red oh. Dead Redemption 2 Ultimate Edition, 45%. It just keeps going. There's just a bunch of these like AAA games that are discounted, a whole bunch. Yeah, definitely get Spider-Man, though. That That's my favorite PlayStation 4 game. Like yeah, I mean, I'll PlayStation now. It's $16. You can't really go wrong with that. Oh, God. Yeah, that is... Oh, my God. Uh, I I want to replay that game again. This game's awesome. So good. That's Yeah, that's some pretty good deals, though. That's the first time I think I've seen Spider-Man really discounted. That's that's pretty uh, that's pretty neat. I guess it's been almost a year now since it came out, so it kind of makes sense. Has it? Almost. I think it came out in September last year. Wow. Yeah. Get with the time. No, it's that's that is that's a really good deal. <laughs> uh, I'd, I'd pick that up in a heartbeat if I didn't have it, and I knew how great it was. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so yeah, so there's there's definitely a lot of benefits there with uh, the digital copies. You know, you do get frequent sales, and you know it's like Steam Summer Sale that was always like a big meme, and I think it still kind of is, but I feel like Steam's kind of losing popularity. But you can get like a ton of games that you'll never play and get them at like a really cheap price. Yeah. They'll just sit on your hard drive or in your, you know, External game list. Drive. Yeah. It's right like download list. <laughs> one day. It's like when I bought Undertale, I'm like, I'm totally gonna play this. It's like you I never yet. did. I yeah. played a little bit on the Switch. Yeah. Um that that to me is more of a handheld game. Uh just my opinion. Right. Uh I just feel like it fits better on a handheld and yeah, that style of game always to me plays better on a handheld um but yeah so um so i'm guessing all of us buy more digital games than physical games correct yeah nowadays absolutely yeah you john too well you actually already kind of answered that question um because you said that you're basically all switched up with your uh your digital games that's 100 percent digital um but yeah, I think that that's pretty much all I had on uh, on that whole topic for the digital games. I just figured it made sense because of just what was going on with like you know the industry currently. Um, I think we lost John. Uh, so John, come back. Yeah, I think we lost John, and I don't know if he's here or not. Yeah, well. I don't know about you, but uh, I say we should end this before he comes back. Yeah, this is pretty good timing. I mean, we were really towards the end anyway. I was out of gas, so I was running on E, and yeah, I think he, I think he's dead. Running on empty. Running on. I don't know if we have that uh, that pink noise. I don't know, pink static. What, what did he, what did he say? Well, we did rely on John to, uh, you know, be here the whole time. So yeah, you know. It says we went offline. So. Okay. Yep, we're just going to have to do this without John. Maybe John will be saying something right now and we'll include it. 
Yeah. But thank you guys so much for listening in today. As always, you can find this podcast on Stitcher Radio, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Uh, we're on iHeartRadio now for some reason. No idea how that happened. Um, it just happened. Um, and then we also are on CastBox, and uh, I think that is pretty much it. Uh, we're also going to be available on YouTube as well. If you guys haven't checked out the Rocket League podcast, definitely check out that uh, that YouTube um, video for that because it kind of shows some of our older games. I definitely think that is worth a watch um, or listen, depending on what kind of mood you're in. Um, we actually did get copyright uh, copyright uh, struck on uh, Facebook for that video because the video music that John used, the uh, like Shrillix or whatever, um, you're actually not allowed to use that, but YouTube didn't care. So, not yet. Yeah, not yet. So we'll we'll give it time. So watch it while you can, um, and enjoy that. So, uh, thank you guys so much for listening in, and until next time, we'll see you guys later. Goodbye. <laughs>